0: And we have Doctor Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society and Healthwise, today to answer all your health and medical related questions. It's a free clinic, basically. Doctor Rajbans, how are you doing?
1: Good morning, Yes, Great. It's
0: it's awesome for me today because usually I was with the other station, and yep. I used to see so you walk by, <laughs> and I'm like, I have so many questions I want to ask him, right? So now today I get to to help you diagnose some problems, hopefully. So yep. here's the first
2: problem that we have. My problem is, last month, about 45 days ago, I took a snack at an Indian uh, restaurant in the evening. After eating that, one hour later, I started to vomit. I vomit, vomit, vomit. 33 times, I vomited, non-stop. Mm. Okay, every minutes, Plain water, I take also, vomited. After that, uh, it was already night, you know. So, morning, early morning, I went to a nearby clinic. The doctor just gave a, a eardrop and a painkiller, and that's it. Then after taking that, still it was okay. The vomit stopped. She gave, she gave me injection. That is the vomit stopped. But uh, my right ear is completely blocked. And uh, left ear is 50% I can hear. Mm. Until today. Then I went to another clinic. Two weeks later, I went to another clinic. The doctor gives the prescription the same thing. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, ear drop and painkiller. It, ne- it never worked at all until today. I right here, I cannot hear. I only left here 50%. I have been using drops until today. Only four bottles I brought, ear drops I using every day and trying to clean up every time. There's not been healed. And when I use the earbud, I can see a blood stain on my earbud.
0: So that one's from Albert. Let me get this straight. He had a vomiting uh, session, and then next, you know, his ear started to bleed.
1: Yeah. So I'm a bit surprised whether I, I did, you didn't say about kidney. Sometimes you can have a tiger that can cause a lot of vomiting. You know. Right. And uh, that also is also part of the ear problems and all that. All the other things that could happen is it definitely looks like a food poisoning to me or okay. something. And then well, you know, and normally if you take a toxin within one two hours, you can start getting a, a heavy part of vomiting. So instead of diarrhea, just get vomiting. And maybe in that you know the thirty three times he vomited yeah. day. he actually sort of uh, hurt his eardrums and that's where the, the problem has come you know sometimes your severe vomiting can burst your eardrum. so how does that happen yeah because it's the pressure you know, right you're okay. trying to control your you know your vomiting and you're just vomiting away and the pressure down there right you know so most of the time people try to vomit they try to hold the whole thing yeah like that's me pressure yeah. so now with that you know hearing decreased so much he's got blood in the ears I would never use a earbud that's dangerous I think what you need to do is see a ENT specialist Right. You know, and get it it diagnosed properly because, you know, you you can actually, at this rate, you're not improving. You are almost 50% deaf and that's not good. So, he has to go and check the, you know, and see whether it's not a... Tear of the eardrum drum, and whether he needs some r- right amount of uh, you know antibiotics and the right mod, of, uh, right type of uh, ear drops for his ear. So I think I shouldn't wait. I would if I was Albert, I would quickly go-, go and see an ENT specialist.
0: Right. Thank you very much for that one, Doctor Rajman. Now remember, if you have a medical related question and you want it answered right now, you got to call us 039543 double three double three, or send us a message on our Digi Lightline 016510 double eight double eight, or even send us an instant story. Dr. Rajbans will be checking it out. Coming up, uh, Raymond's on the line with a very, very interesting question. That's after Rihanna's Unfaithful on Light. And it's a Thursday. We have Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society, on HealthWise today to answer all your health and medical-related questions. It's a free clinic. And uh, we have a question from Raymond.
2: I am on a CAPD dialysis. um, Because when I do my CAPD dialysis, my blood pressure is about 80 to 90, very low. So I already cut off my medication to half, but still continue to be 80 and 90 so I wouldn't dare to dare to uh, stop the high blood pressure medicine
1: so what am I going to do yeah I think what he's talking about is a continuous uh, you know peritoneal dialysis you know they call it CAPD continuous ambulatory peritoneal dialysis that means uh, instead of going to a hospital and getting your hemodialysis done every four hours you know through the blood uh, they got a tube that it goes continuously dialyzing your right so it's through the peritoneum very simple thing to be careful you don't get uh, you know any sort of infection there but his blood pressure I think it's a go back and check with his doctor because if he's 80-90 he probably doesn't need the blood pressure medicine yeah check his doctor whether any of the blood pressure medicine are there to help his kidneys but since all your dialysis the kidneys are already gone so I would actually monitor his blood pressure and if he's still low I will slowly withdraw all his uh, anti-hypertensives okay and then just monitor and see because too low a blood pressure is also not good you know he can get giddiness exactly yeah so he should go back to his doctor and check again his blood pressure discuss the doctor and maybe pull away all his uh, anti Right
0: uh, Just a quick one Doc What is the Ideal blood pressure these days? Because I remember my mom was saying that my dad had high blood pressure and then suddenly they said that the ideal one has is lower now. What is yeah. the
1: ideal blood pressure? Actually, the ideal was 120-80. Now, the, some of them come and say that you know as you're getting older, your pressure might go up. So they take 140-90 as a cutoff. All right. Though they still talk of 120-80 as ideal. But I think if you're someone above 60-70-80 years old and if your pressure is around 140-90, I wouldn't really... Want to rush in because as you get older, Bringing down the pressure too much also can be dangerous. Right, yeah. You know, I got patients who have been given, you know, thinking that they got high blood pressure, given medication, and suddenly the pressure dropped to 90 or 100 over 16, and yeah, they yeah. just had giddy and fall down and yeah. fracture. So I would be very careful just to prescribe. I would actually want them to monitor for a while. Right. They also can get, uh, you know, sometimes we in hospitals, we do a, a blood pressure, ambulatory blood pressure. Mm-hmm. You just wear a watch and go back, and we can see for next 24 right. hours. You know, because white coat hypertension is there. You know, I yes. got patients who come to my clinic, and the pressure just goes up just walking to see a doctor so all these has be <laughs> taken in this thing but 12080 is ideal 14090 I would still accept more than that maybe you have to start taking some treatment
0: okay 12080 good thing to know remember you can always get in touch with us right now 0395433333 or send us a whatsapp text on our digi light line 8888 we we're always checking out our whatsapp lines or you can send us an insta story and Dr. Rajbans will watch it and uh, he'll diagnose your problem for you We'll be back in less than five minutes with all your questions on Light. It's a Light Breakfast here with JD covering for Shaz. And uh, once again, we have Dr. Raj Bans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society on HealthWise today to answer all your health and medical related questions. It's a free clinic. And uh, we have a question here from
2: Sundram. My son uh, He's 14 years old now. The problem is uh, he's having a sweaty palm, you know, both his hands and his legs. So every time he he holds his pencil or pen even uh, anything back, it sweats like water. No? Mm. It drips like water. Uh, so I just want to know what to do. Uh. Uh, Doctor told I went to see some specialists. They told to do
1: a uh, small surgery, uh, which I which I'm a bit uh, you know reluctant to do. Uh. I'm not sure whether to do it or not.
0: Yeah, that sounds a little bit drastic to me.
1: Yeah, but I think this hyperhidrosis and uh, actually that's the only solution where they have to cut those nerves uh, normally done by a cardiothoracic or thoracic surgeons and actually quite a safe procedure and the right hand is actually a very minor safe procedure because otherwise you're, it's going to be very difficult, you know. So people with hyperhidrosis like he said, the sun, is just, they just drip water. Yeah. I've seen patients who just from the hands and feet drips water and, you know, even to do just writing is going to be a problem. Right. And then, you know, they were, about you know because if the socks are all always wet and smelly and all those type of things you know so psychologically the child can get affected you know especially you now as a teenager so I would want to go and see a, a check it up but go and see a good uh, characteristic uh, surgeon and uh, it's just a minor procedure that they can just have to cut the nerves to supply these uh, areas it's a solution uh, really you know, it goes away no more sweaty I palms I never
0: knew because when I was in my teens and hormones are all over the place I had sweaty palms and the older I got it, it just kind of went away way yeah but i never knew that number one that there was a term hyperhidrosis yeah and then how simple is it is it like uh you go under local anesthesia and then you get it done uh, i think they
1: still do under ga but i again you know the doctors who do it thoracic surgeons is just like uh, it's not like uh, they do bypass surgery right, which right. is uh, massive so so this is just like a minor thing that they go and uh, just uh, find that uh that nerves that to supply or you know your hands feet and they just take it off so normally no side effects like i say in the right hands should be no problems
0: that fascinates me a small snip could have solved all my problems of my youth man all right more questions for dr rajbans get it through to us on our digi light line 16 510 we're checking our whatsapp messages you can even call us at 395 and even send in your questions via insta story so many ways to get in touch with us dr rajbans will be answering more of your questions on Healthwise right now here's men at work down under on light and once again, we have Dr. Rajbans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society, on the show with us today on HealthWise to answer all your health and medical-related questions because it's a free clinic. Now, if you want to get in touch with us, number to call is 0395433 double three, or you can uh, text us, you can WhatsApp us, a message on our Digi light double or even drop us a little Insta story. Here's our next question. It comes from Tan. Normally, during cold season, okay, uh, my kids, my three kids will
2: complain that their legs feel the the pain. It's, it's like we old people, normally we feel the pain when it's cold. I think it's a muscle pain. So it's in such a small,
0: I mean, they are small, they are still kids, but they still feel the pain. Uh, I would like to ask Dr. Razman uh, advice on this. La.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised You know, like kids Normally you feel About old people Who complain Exactly of <laughs> That was the same thing I had in my mind Yeah, yeah. you know It's uh, surprising But you know Sometimes uh, Some people are More prone towards uh, You know, circulation disorders You know, they call Raynaud's phenomena Right And uh, especially gene- It's just more of a bit Of a genetic thing Where your circulation But normally They don't complain Of pain They just complain Of numbness or, Yeah, yeah You know, the, the hands Or feet are cold So I'm not sure I would actually still Want her to go and see A pediatrician Or, you know, a doctor To see And let them check and see what's going on really yeah you know is it something just with Reynolds or is it something more it's just something that that, you know that's something benign that's just going to go away as they get older but i would want to her to go and see a pediatrician because seldom kids actually complain of correct you know kids are always happy to play and exactly and you know it's cold to have pain so i would want her to go and get it checked up
0: and when she said during the cold season I mean, like, is it our kind of cold season where it's sometimes it's rainy or... It, it's worrying because if the kids ever... Long term, if they ever do travel and then they go to places that has winter...
1: Yeah, weather. I imagine that's even much more cold, isn't yeah. it? So, so I think... She has to get it checked up, you know, because I'm just a bit surprised uh, that, uh, you know, because cold here is not really cold. It's now. not exactly, <laughs> yeah. So uh, could be something else that's just going on. So maybe you just have to go and see a pediatrician.
0: Yeah, uh, get it all sorted out straight yeah. up. All right, uh, more questions for Dr. Rajbans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society. And uh, that's coming up after the break, right here on Light. And once again, Dr. Rajbans is in the house, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society. It's health-wise today, and it's a free clinic to answer all your health and medical-related questions questions. We have one final one for today from Suhaimi.
2: I want to know for what is uh is for what? For healthy or for you know, for what? For blood or for what?
0: Oh, I think um, what I've been saying is uh, iron tablets. Is it for health-related issues? I mean, like, is it like a vitamin or is it for blood?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people who take iron actually is more for the hemoglobin because hemoglobin it needs iron to right. form. And a lot of times they are actually more for women, women who are, you know, pregnancy or women who uh, have a bit heavy menstrual, so they actually lose iron, so the hemoglobin can drop. And so they take iron to supplement. Sometimes some people have nutritional deficiencies for whatever reason, you know, they don't take enough of food that contains iron you know, always tell them like Popeye, Popeye takes uh, <laughs> right, you know, spinach all track. the green <laughs> veggies, you yeah. know, so so that's why spinach is something that will help. So that's the reason. Now, you shouldn't simply take iron. If you got a higher hemoglobin, in fact, they say men shouldn't actually take too much of iron oh, really? because it increases the risk of uh, heart disease, you know, right. in men. So uh, I'm sure men don't have a problem unless they are nutritionally deficient, but most men we don't recommend iron. Okay. Um, in fact, you get now new supplements that come out that uh, for men especially, they don't have iron inside. And even for older People Unless you need it You you take Otherwise you don't need So most of the time It's women Who are the ones Who have a problem And mostly it's pregnancy Or menopause Or menses related So maybe they have to take iron otherwise you don't simply take iron so
0: you you don't just walk into a a pharmacy and just buy iron supplements and take Uh, it all the time yeah and
1: I think that goes for all supplements you know supplements should be something if you're taking a supplement you must know why you're taking it yeah you know just like a medication you take a blood pressure or a diabetic medicine because you need it correct you know and not because just for the fun of it you're taking something yeah because the side effects are a lot so you need supplements uh, you know sometimes I find that people just take for no reason so if you're taking let's say you got a high uh, homocysteine level so you take some b12 are a high inflammation marker so you take something for inflammation your iron uh, is low or hemoglobin low you take some iron tablets or b12 so you must have a reason why you're taking it yes yeah now no harm taking a a multi-vitamin mineral in fact now harvard says that everyone as we get older because the way we are eating should can take a general supplement right but anything more than that you must have a reason Okay, you, know, you must know someone who is uh, said, who knows what he's talking about who prescribes it to you or you have yourself have checked up and you know I need this because I like this or I, I take this because you're going to help mm, this mm. in my body. Yeah. Uh, but don't simply take everything out there. Exactly. You know? Don't
0: mm. self-diagnose and read whatever's on the internet and start going crazy. Yeah, you know,
1: some right. people do get a bit carried away. So, yeah. be careful. And also the information you're getting, you know, where is it coming from? Is it a reliable source?
0: Exactly. <laughs> Only speak to certified medical professionals like Dr. Rajman and thank you once again Dr Rajbans thank you for being here very insightful Dr Rajbans of course president of the Malaysian Wellness Society and uh, this was healthwise remember the phone lines are still burning up if you have any more questions give us a buzz on 0395433333 or send us a message on our Digi Light line 016510888 and even send in those insta stories we'll get Dr Rajbans to watch them